Happy fucking Monday, Kyle V. How are you living? Living good. Living good. Not living as good as Jake Browning, though, I'll tell you that much. Woo-hoo-hoo. He was a hot boy tonight. Welcome back to the water cooler. As you foreshadowed, we just finished up Monday Night Football, where the Cincinnati Bengals went into Jacksonville, saved their fucking season with a 34-31 to overtime upset over the Jags. Jake Browning, I don't think he had an incomplete pass all fucking night. Hyperbole, don't take that seriously. It was a great game, though. It was, and it was cool to see, you know, the first drive. They're throwing everything short, really short. Jamar Chase started like three catches for like two yards or some shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like Zach Taylor was like, you know what, let's open up the playbook as if it was Burrow in there and let's just try that. And Browning was fucking flinging that thing around the yard all night. Love to see it. Mixon had a good game. Jamar had a great game. Higgins wasn't too involved in his first game back, but, you know, he he was out there. Just overall, a very, very good performance by the Bengals, and um, nice to win another beer bet. Oh, my God, man. I got to learn a lesson. Like, yeah, at least I didn't bet actual money on this because mm-hmm. every time you have a feeling, I got a feeling. You, you, did you write that song? Because you seem to fucking nail those ones. Yeah, I sold that shit to Fergie and the Black Eyed Peas. That was big of you, man. I love that for you. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, Jake Browning, he really did end up 32 for 37. At one point, I think he was 15 for 16 in the first half. It was just insane. 32 for 37, 354 yards. And like you said, at first it started out just these little dinks and dunks, and then they started moving the ball down the field. Jamar Chase had 11 catches for 149 yards, looking like a fucking vintage Jamar Chase out there. That shit was crazy. It was awesome to watch. Yeah, all all you dummies out there who think Brock Purdy is an MVP candidate, Jake Browning had a better game than Purdy's had in his entire career. I don't care what the <laughs> hey, he we did actually winning. kind of we did kind of call it with the Washington bump after they got that yeah. big conference championship. They're in the playoff. Mm-hmm. He said, "Let me let me do my thing then. Let me show you." Yeah, it was good to see. And yeah, like like you said, it saved their season. They're right in the thick of it now. Um, that roster is talented enough to make things a little interesting. Like who knows, who knows how it shakes out. It's going to be tough for them to get in with a few teams with uh, seven wins in front of them, but you never know. But some of those teams in front of them are in their division, two of them, the mm-hmm. Browns and Steelers, and they're not good. The Bengals are better than them. Yeah, I think so too. It's just, you know, they have that nasty defense. And if, but if Jake Browning can play like that or even like half of that, they're going to be just fine. And on the flip side, the Jags uh, kept answering back. They were leading most of the game, I feel like, playing really good football. And then Trevor Lawrence rolled his ankle. looked really nasty at first. Turns out it's going to be just a sprain, it sounds like. They don't know how serious it is yet, but he'll probably come back at some time this year, but he is going to miss some time. At that point, C.J. Beathard came in, who actually went 9 for 10. For 63 yards, these backups don't give a shit, man. They were slinging it out there. But the offense, you know, couldn't keep up after that. Yeah, the offense definitely changed. Ultimately, the defense is what let the Jags down, I would say. They, you know, kind of, uh, you know, as good as Jake Browning looked, you shouldn't really allow that to happen, I would say. You know, the deep ball to Jamar, 
tough, you know, playing single coverage on him in a game like this. I I don't know. Make you you think make Browning like, you know, pick up chunks down the field rather than getting you beat over the top to your best player. But um, I don't know the um the injury to Lawrence is definitely concerning. I'm shocked that it was just a sprain because it looked significantly worse um and he could barely put any weight on it they you know they made him hobble his ass all the way back to the locker room for some who knows why reason get him a fucking golf cart or something but i'm glad to hear that he'll be all right but an ankle sprain like that if it's that severe one that it looks like he's still gonna miss a couple weeks and that all but ruins the chances of a one seed for them yeah, the tweet I saw, you know, from one of those like Twitter doctors, it's like if it's a grade one, it's like one to two weeks at least. If it's a grade two for a quarterback, it's probably like a four to six week thing. I mean, six weeks, forget about it. Like you're probably fucking toast at that point. Uh, but hey, you got CJ Beathard. He's he's played meaningful minutes in the NFL at least. Not every backup can say that. I think he'll. You know, they'll be able to win a couple games. I don't know what their schedule looks like the rest of the way out. But if they can win, what, two more, you get to 10, you probably get a get a playoff ticket, and then you hope you can get Trevor Lawrence back for that game. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah. All right. Anything else on that one? No, just in general, it's tough seeing all these quarterback injuries. The quarterback play has already not been great this year. Mm-hmm. And then when you lose – more and more stars um it's just tough like you know weekly it's tough matchups and we'll get into a very very tough matchup to watch uh <laughs> yeah preview right here but on that point it, it does suck because lawrence kind of struggled and then was playing really well like last three weeks and then he gets hurt and it sucks because you have a team like the jags america loves them they're like a little bit of an underdog story and he's a starting quarterback similar to the big cock curb stomp fantasy football team who beat your team this week led by trevor lawrence locked up the one seed in a trip to the playoffs but now we're without a quarterback so it's tough to see no one wants to see that i mean yeah i'm not not too concerned about your fantasy team going forward uh without lawrence and um i hope he gets back for the jags sake but uh not for yours you should drop you should drop brock purdy since you hate him so much yeah, I don't like him, but I'm gonna keep him on my bench, nice and nice and cozy. Uh, <laughs> back to the real football, as you foreshadowed yet again. The fucking king of the fucking foreshadows tonight. The New England Patriots on Thursday night football head into Pittsburgh against the Steel Curtain. The Steelers are six point favorites. That all sounds pretty normal for a football game. The over under though is thirty points. That's three. Zero. It's one of the lowest I've ever seen. We had one that was what 33 earlier this year, and it was the lowest in like the last 15 years. This is like a fucking college game right here. This is gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. It's foul, and I can't wait to watch every single fucking minute of it on Thursday night. (laughs) It's gonna be awesome. I hope that there's like snow or something to make it even worse. Uh, We got backup quarterbacks for both teams. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what the Patriots will do, but Kenny Pickett's out. It's just gonna be nasty football. My my hot take is that the Patriots, after that performance, that zero point performance from Bailey Zappi, um, they had activated Malik Cunningham. Yeah, that's my hot take. That they're just gonna say, let's see what he can do, and okay. that's a that's a tough thing to 
when you can't when you're not preparing for that that's a tough thing to get thrown um into for both sides but i like the advantage for the offense in that regard of you know if you're thinking you're going to see bailey zappy and then this young you know athletic quarterback is out there that's a tough tough thing for the defense yeah great fucking defense though they should be all right uh yeah you know this is one of those games if it was on a normal like sunday it'd be like just stay away from this don't fucking gamble on it don't be a don't be an idiot don't be a sicko nasty little freak but -hmm. it's the prime time standalone thursday night game i I mean we kind of have to bet on it shout out you know to quote the great miss elliott i'm about to get my fucking freak on dude i'm up tomorrow dude so what are you doing walk us through this how do you fucking navigate this? Under for sure for fun because could you imagine not betting the under in the lowest total in however fucking years it's been i can't so i'm gonna bet the under what i what i was uh kind of talking to you before we started recording a little bit about the teaser stuff you know you know i like me a good tease getting those six points if you were to tease this game if you do two only two legs on a teaser, it's still minus 120, which is almost even money in regards to you bet 20, you win 20. You know, it's close. It's like you bet 20, you win 18 or something like that. But if you tease these, say you tease the Patriots at, at plus six, that gets them to plus 12. They've lost every game by like single digits in this stretch of all their losses. And Bill Belichick against Mitch Trubisky, I can't imagine the Steelers going to put up points. And then you add the under on that, that gets it up to 36. I just feel like that's free money. I might, I might bet, I might bet the, you know, my whole student loan on that and just pay it off on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. That seems like a fucking lock. I love the under there. I can't imagine betting the over in any game where either of these teams are playing. Although the Rams just put up a shit ton of points on the Steelers, but in a game that I did bet the under, <laughs> but the Patriots, over their last four games, they have given up the least amount of points in the league. It's like Patriots, Niners, Eagles, Cowboys. And it was like in that four game stretch, the Niners are four and zero, the Eagles are three and one, the Cowboys are three and one or some shit like that. And then it was the Patriots. Oh, and four giving up the least amount of points in that four game span. Exactly. Unbelievable. I, I think uh, I got to bet the Steelers here to win, to cover. Although the Malik Cunningham thing kind of scares me. Yeah, I I thought of that um, when I saw that he was active on Sunday. And w- when I saw that they put up zero points, I, I just feel like Belichick's going to want to want to want to fuck around with that a little bit. It's like yeah. a new he just got tested out a little bit. Have to keep an eye on that. So for sure, I would bet the under then. And then I don't know if you saw this. TJ Watt was kind of giving it to the NFL after last week saying that he feels like the league has a vendetta against him because he gets held on every play. He's getting penalized on every play. So I think prime time, they're like, we can't have that as one of our star players. They're going to say, hey, don't let TJ get held too much. Let him get after it. Maybe two sacks for TJ. Two sacks or just they throw the flag every time and then that's even better for the under. That's true. I'm thinking the under, though. I'm trying to make a little parlay with the under. Maybe a couple sacks for TJ, yeah, and I can find I like one other that. thing in there to kind of spice it up a little. I like that. Lily Cunningham rushing yards or something. My, over over 0.5 rushing yards. Get it in <laughs> yeah. Before, before yeah, those are the ones that get you, though. I had a sleeper pick today. 
Irv Smith just needed one catch. I don't think he even saw the fucking field. Yeah, that's tough. That's I tough. had the over. All right, anything else on that one? It's gonna be it's just gonna be true like Thursday night football degeneracy, just nastiness. Yeah, it's just you know, like shout out uh 10 barrel brewing, pray for snow. You know, let's get a snow game, get mm-hmm. this, have this be fun and just uh exciting and and see what uh see what comes of it. Love that. All right, well that wraps it up for the NFL for us tonight. Well, before we move on though, I do want to cover one thing. I forgot to pull it up. I'll get it up right now. Got a, a link from my good friend trainer today who I know is chirping you a little bit after the Niners Eagles game. He's a Niners fan. Uh, you know what it was. He sent me, he must've listened last night. He sent me a link for the odds for the 2023, 2024 MVP. Okay. You know who moved up to number one? Yeah. I'm aware it's dumb as hell. It's a, it's odd makers making those to take people's money. They're fucking thieves. They're, they're, they're thieves. They're play. They're making this line. They're like Brock Purdy's the favorite now. Hell no, dude. If he wins MVP, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'll, I'll do something. I'll come up with something for the people. It's something ignorant, dude. Oh, I will. They're, they're, <laughs> they're not, that, that's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If he wins MVP, I'll get a, I'll get a, a, a if he wins MVP and, and the Super Bowl, I'll get, 13 tattooed on me somewhere is that his number mm-hmm. i think you should get a, a a little goose tattoo a silly little goose tattoo a tiny one i like that i like and that. then I'll whenever anyone asks you just say i'm a silly little goose that's fair i'll do that <laughs> all right i love I'll that. that i'll do that just for uh just for mvp if he gets mvp i'll, I'll do that okay he don't even need uh, to go for that what's crazy to me is he's plus 300 so he's got the best thoughts now then it goes hurts Dak, to mahomes all quarterbacks lamar who at plus 900 i love but then you have christian mccaffrey at plus 1600 you can't tell me there's no one in the world kyle shanahan would admit this to anyone who asked mccaffrey is so much more important to that team than brock Purdy. it's ridiculous and like trent williams is more important to that team debo samuel is more important to that team it's it's ridiculous it's I sent you that that chart. We what's funny is I when we talked about it on the pod yesterday, and I said like I don't know if he threw a ball over fifteen yards. He literally threw one ball over fifteen yards. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. It's it's it's, and again, not not taking anything away from him. He executes it perfectly. He does his job. But that's not an MVP thing. Like literally, what Jake Browning did today was more impressive than any than anything um, Purdy did yesterday. Straight yeah. up. And right. it's just like, I don't, I don't know. It's... I didn't mean to uh, trigger you back from Sunday, back uh, flashback from Debo running down the field. But one see, more... Go ahead. You know how triggered I am? I had to wear my uh, Super Bowl uh, championship. <laughs> okay. I was like, hey, times, are, times were good then. Times were good. They'll be good again. <laughs> one more thing from the MVP odds. Tyreek Hill at plus 1,600. So there's six quarterbacks in front of him. And he, him and McCaffrey are tied for, as like a position players for the best odds. The guy is going to smash 2,000 yards, the first player yeah. to ever do it as a wide receiver. And he's just getting no love. It's just completely turned into a quarterback thing. It was just fucking yeah. crazy because none of these quarterbacks are like having amazing years. They're not going to set records. They're not undefeated. They're not, you know, doing things that we've never seen before. This man is literally going to do something we've never seen before. And the way he does it, it's just like a fucking show every single week. It's crazy that he's not getting more attention for that. Yeah, their game against Washington was like such proof. Like I'm sure Tua has better odds than him right now. 
And two has plus eight fifty compared to plus sixteen hundred. Disgusting. If you watched if you watched that game on Sunday, like Tyreek is the MVP of that team. Like it's not even close. Tua didn't do shit really aside from get the ball to Tyreek. And at least Tua throws it downfield, though. I'll give him that. I'll yeah, give him that. Do a couple bombs. Yeah. But all right. We'll move on from that as some good fun talk to uh keep an eye on as we go down the road. Next up, we're done with the football. Let's talk about, hey, we gave two absolute surefire locks yesterday. And Mm -hmm. what did they do? I just hope you didn't tail. I hope um, because I told you to, you know, this would make your uh, Christmas presents better. (laughs) Um, Wait, wait, wait. Let me go wake up my kids. I want you to tell them that Uncle Bob ruined Christmas this year. Well, no, no. No, all all that matters is now when I – you know, take them to go pick out their Christmas present this year. I'm not taking them to Target. I'm taking them to Dollar General. <laughs> um, but so we had, you know, the the uh, the old in season tournament uh, tip off, the quarterfinals tipped off, and uh, the Celtics just fucking sucked. Like it, as if it was this is the 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 surest sign that it's real postseason. Like it's similar to playoffs is the Celtics shit in the bed. That's just facts. Pacers get it done. They win by 10 Celtics were up by eight at halftime, I believe, or seven looking good. Pacers just came out. Tyrese Halliburton, man, former King just Mm -hmm. delivered, looked great. Um, I wish I would have known this ahead of time. So like we talked about all the players get $500,000 of the winning team of this tournament. The Pacers have 10 players on their roster that are making $3 million or less this season. Three of them are on two-way contracts, which means they go back and forth between um, the NBA and the G League, which is like the minor leagues of basketball. So they're not making a lot. Of course they're going to go crazy for this 500000 They want it. And watching this game at the end, they the Pacers players were going nuts. And I wish I would have known that before betting it. Um the Celtics, you know, the Celtics got some superstars. They got some veterans. They're they're not. They don't need that. They don't need that 500k. They want to win this thing. They wanted to win it. You could tell, but they weren't like living and dying with every basket like the Pacers were. I wish I would have thought of that ahead of time. Yeah, that's a great point. And you know, like the Celtics, the, the, you know, the Pacers are trying to make the real playoffs and win a, a championship too. But I don't think that anyone thinks that they have a legitimate chance compared to like a team like the Celtics. Mm-hmm. their staff probably is like, we don't want to go to fucking Vegas. Like, our guys do not need to be in Vegas at this point in the season. Like we need yeah. to chill out. Maybe they just threw the game. Yeah, maybe, maybe I wish I would have known ahead of time. Um, and then in the other matchup, your Kings, man, after a four and run through the group stage, fall at home to the new Orleans Pelicans. And this one, I don't even know if you can necessarily explain it away in the same way as the Pacers, because the Pelicans are, you know, they have Zion, they have Brandon Ingram. They're not like a, they have guys that get paid. They're not a crazy young team like the Pacers. Um, I don't know, just a kind of a surprising, surprising game there. Yeah, you know, just a Monday night in Sacramento. What are you gonna do? You know, yeah. not light the beam, I guess. See, but that's that's one thing though. If you're you're the Kings, you want to go to Vegas. I think you you don't want to have to be in stack the whole time. You when if you're the Pelicans, you live in New Orleans. Like what's well, Vegas to New Orleans? You know, not too much of a difference, I'd imagine. What's a goon to a goblin? You know, 
Exactly. Shout out Lil Wayne, dude, from New Orleans. Hey, I did that on purpose. Uh, so, yeah. So, knowing with that information going into Tuesday, tomorrow, um, you know, the next the next group of games here, we got the Knicks in Milwaukee against the Bucks. Bucks are four and a half point favorites. That just feels, and I, I'm falling in the trap again, but that just feels like a line the Bucks should cover easily. Dame Lillard, there was an interview during these group stage games where he talked about, he's like, that 500,000 might not mean a lot to me and Giannis, basically, is what he's saying. But, you know, we got guys at the end of the bench that we want to win this shit for. That tells me they want to win this, they want to cover. But the Knicks are fucking tryhards, dude. Tom mm-hmm. Thibodeau gets those guys like fucking dialed, dialed the fuck up, and they might they might go after it. But four and a half points at home for the Bucks. Give me the Bucks there. I, and I if think... you're Dame and you say that, you have to deliver. Exactly, you have to come through for your boys. We might want to look at like the over on his points. Maybe it would get a little DFS Fanduel going on. Yeah, yeah. One thing about Dame too is he 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 does deliver. He he stands on business. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, give me the bucks there. Um, but again, you know, might be smart to just tail my ass on this shit because uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, to fade my ass on this shit because obviously I was zero for two on the first two. Um, and then in the nightcap tomorrow, we got Suns Lakers, Lakers uh, one and a half point favorites at home. I, you know, I don't know. I think my thought here is neither of these teams are necessarily in a spot where. You know they have their vet, their veteran led teams. They're not necessarily like uh, both these teams have aspirations that run far beyond an in season tournament. That being said, you and I both know LeBron loves a good stat. He loves a good uh, storyline. I think he really wants to win the first ever in season tournament just to say he won the in season tournament. I I thought you were gonna say like you know KD like LeBron these guys they don't want to go to have to go to vegas like they go to vegas whenever they want it's nothing to them which i could see that this is just like kind of like ah it's kind of a hassle to go out there i'll go out there in the offseason with my boys but then you said that about lebron he a hundred percent he is you talk about the knicks being tryhards lebron is the biggest tryhard fucking oh yeah like he wants on his hall of fame induction like inaugural in-season tournament mvp the first to ever do it you know he's got, he's already got the instagram post written up dude he's, oh, he's ready to absolutely. go i have all the takes ready too i have the you know go, the goat debate's over if they win this lebron in-season tournament wins one jordan zero. <laughs> you know it's over. yeah how many did jordan win fucking plus <laughs> i i will i will absolutely buy an in-season championship shirt too and rock that shit around i don't give a fuck dude go oh late they they're gonna do uh, it they're gonna win it they are bucks bucks covering lakers covering lock it in recoup those christmas presents put 40 on this one just to ba- make back what you lost today but going back to Target, let's go. <laughs> All right, that covers it for that. We touched on this yesterday uh, a good chunk, but we'll hit it again one more time. It's just chaos. It's fucking madness. The whole world is on its head. The college football playoff. You think the committee got it right? Said thirteen and zero, Florida State take a fucking hike. I was wrong. They're not in the Cotton Bowl. They're in the Orange Bowl, I think, against which- Georgia. Yeah, against Georgia, which they're going to get the shit beat out of them probably. But at least they don't have to travel, I guess. It's in Florida. So 
that's the big controversy. They leave out a 13-0 conference champion um, who who did everything they had to do. They won all the games. They even scheduled tough non-conference games to start the year that didn't look so tough at the end of the year. Um, the, the first one being they went to LSU, number five team in the country at the time, and beat them on the road by like 20. Did it all, and they get snubbed. You think it's the yeah. right call? I So – Two things can be true at once. I don't think it's fair, but I think it's right, I guess, if that makes sense. I don't think it's fair in the notion that they deserve to be in, 100%. They deserve to be in. They deserve a shot. But that being said, they're not one of the best four teams. So I can get that part of it. As a as a casual viewer of college football, I'm excited that I feel the four best teams are in right now. Um and so that that's what I enjoy about that's why what I mean when I I say I think the committee got it right. Do I think it's fair? Absolutely not. I think Florida State deserved a chance. Uh, you know, the quarterback for Florida State, he put out a post, you know, saying how gutted he felt for his teammates, how he wished he would I wish I would have broken my leg earlier. Like, come on, dude. How how are we how do we have this system? That is making a quarterback saying shit like that. Like that's sad. Like that makes me feel uh, awful. You know, like why? This is America. Why? Yeah. Why? You know, but that being said, Florida state would have got their shit pushed in by any of those other three teams in, but they deserve the right to show that they deserve the chance, the opportunity to show that they, you know, belong there. Um, But again, you know, as just a casual viewer, I'm glad um, that Bama's in instead because Bama's a better team, in my opinion. Although, you know, the whole thing, and now, you know, we don't have to worry about this because it goes to 12 teams starting next year, is just so dumb to me that they have what's called Power 5 conference conferences. There's five conferences that are the top of the top, and you have 14 playoff. <laughs> this was you know, they're lucky this is the only time it happened this badly, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. Uh, I'm surprised this is the first time it's been like this. I mean, we had the BCS before where there would be like three undefeated teams and be like, ah, you guys can fucking kick rocks. We're going to let these two duke it out. I I just think it's so fucked, though. I think it's just it it fucking spits in the face of what sports is. You you mentioned this about the Eagles. What year was it? You're wearing the stupid ass sweater right now. What year was that? Yeah, sweater, dude. What? What year? 2017. 2017. Okay, the 2017 Eagles when Carson Wentz fucking shredded his knee, they would have been eliminated from the playoffs. They would have said, "Hey, Nick Foles, nice guy, seems like a good dude. Heard he's got a big hog on him. Not a playoff quarterback. We're gonna put someone else into the playoffs in their place." I mean, the NCAA tournament, that's it's what it's all about is the Cinderella teams. A fucking 15 beats a two. The 15 is not a better team. What if the committee just comes in and says, hey, that was a fucking sick win. Great game. We're going to have the two advance so that we have the better teams moving on to get a better product. How many times do we see it in the NCAA tournament when like a fucking 13 seed goes on a run, they get to the final four, and then they just get absolutely shit pumped by an actual good team? the magic runs out but that's what it's all about like these teams deserve a chance and if you're gonna do that if you're gonna just let the committee decide which i know they have all these clauses and rules saying if this and this and this then that 
I mean, who gives a fuck about the games then? Yeah, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I, we're on the same side in that regard. I'm just saying by the letter of the law, like my, my stance is that the, the committee and the playoff is dumb as fuck. It's stupid, but based on what they have in place, I'm glad that Alabama's in. That's my stance based on what they have in place, because there's not automatic birth. There's not any of this shit. They have these clauses. Like you talked about, if, if uh, there's an injury in place that may affect the team, if there's this, if there's that, the strength, the schedule, all this shit. And that is all in place because it leaves all these loopholes for them to do this. And I don't think that's right. But that being said, I do think if Alabama and Florida state played on Saturday for that fourth seed, I think Alabama wins by 30 points. Shit, and, we got a month before they fucking start the playoff. Let them play. Why not? Why not? <laughs> like, let's go. Well, why not? You know, one quarter of football. Yeah, it gets in. That would be fucking electric. Be electric. That, imagine the viewership on that, man. Oh. But yeah, but I agree with you on everything you said because it does spit in the face of sports. Like, what if what if this backup quarterback for Florida State became a fucking legend and yeah. they they go on? You know. What well, if, that's what's crazy if, to me is all these schools, every single school in the playoff and every school, single school in the top, like, 20 in the country, their backup quarterbacks are, like, fucking amazing athletes. Yeah. So they're, like, fucking four or five-star recruits. Like, they're legit guys that are just waiting for their moment. The problem with Florida State is their backup got hurt. They were on their third string, and they mm-hmm. looked like shit. But the backup is supposed to be healthy in time. It's a fucking mess, but yeah, it is what it is. Well, and – that the thing with them too specifically is their defense was so good. Like, yeah. give them a chance to see if they can, if the defense can make it a shit show of a if game. If we had this fucking committee in the NFL, Joe Flacco, one of the most elite quarterbacks in NFL history, wouldn't be a Super Bowl champ. Exactly. Exactly. Despite uh, yeah. having a great defense, they don't care. Yeah. yeah. I'll just say, I, I agree with what you're saying. Like, Alabama, Michigan creates a better matchup. And, and gives the highest probability for a really good semifinal game with the best teams playing for it. But it kind of eliminates the opportunity for that like special moment, that Boise State over Oklahoma, TCU mm-hmm. over Michigan mm-hmm. last year. There's not going to be anything like that because you took away this underdog Cinderella story that Florida State had going on. And that's just it's sad. Yeah, it is. It is. I agree. I'll give you a great spin zone for uh for Florida State though. They beat Georgia. Oh, print the shirts. Hang the Just banner. Claim that national championship. Claim that shit, dude. You one hundred percent hang a banner and you get a trophy. Find someone who'll make it for you and you just say you're national champs for the rest of your fucking lives. Oh yeah, no doubt. No doubt about yeah. it. Which an easier path than having to go through the playoffs. <laughs> Good for them. Just win one game, you don't gotta win yeah. two. That's a good point. Well, shit, man. Hey, that was fucking fun. What a good Monday night. We got a ton of good stuff on the horizon. Beautiful time of year. We got Christmas around the corner. Playoffs are shaping up. College football playoff and then basketball starting, you know, right around Christmas Day, as we mentioned. Starts to get a little hot and heavy. We figure out who's who in the NBA. Love it. Love it. You know, tune into that in-season tournament tomorrow. Go Lakers. See you at the water cooler. Cheers.
Rock to the rhythm, no moves to brace Hit the spot with precision, no need for breaks Ain't no plot when you're living, it's all first take When you do get to choose, might as well be great Rock to the rhythm, no moves to brace Hit the spot with precision, no need for breaks Ain't no plot when you're living, it's all first take When you do get to choose, might as well be great It's that get loose Family all around and you kick tunes Good smoke, good people Come through if you play by the same rules Shit misbehave Started tripping on myself So I had to get saved Stay in your lane If the way is paved There we go again Talking real heavy Listen up world I think I'm talking pretty steady If you wanna live it Place it in your mind Everything can change In just one night There we go again Talking real heavy Listen up world I think I'm talking pretty steady If you wanna live it Place it in your mind Everything can change In just one night